Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Welcome back to Joking Not Joking. Am I joking or are you joking? No, we're joking not joking. I am the professor. This is part two of Mo's journey to becoming a professional comedian. In the last episode, we heard about how Mo became interested in comedy as a young kid and the first steps he took to set him on the path to success. Today, Mo tells us about his stand-up mentor from Houston, Danny Martinez, and how Danny really pushed Mo to earn his spot in the stand-up scene. Even though it took decades for Mo to get to where he is now, the old-school approach paid off. No shortcuts no microwave careers. The guys are sitting down with their friend and fellow comedian, Paul Alia. Let's listen in. This is The Come Up, part two. Joking, not joking. What up, everybody? It's Mo. What's up? This is your boy, Azaru Smart. From Luminary, this is Joking, Not Joking. Yeah, I was working at the Riviera Hotel and Casino when the Riv, RIP, the Riviera. RIP. Oh, it sucks. All those clubs are gone. But um, yeah, we used to do shows there. Steve Schrippa used to book that. With Don Learned, used to help him out. Steve Shrip, I played Bobby Bacala in, in The Sopranos. Amazing character. And I was 20 years old. And when I heard that he was booking it, you know, I didn't, I mean, The Sopranos had just, I think, started. Like when I was going to go do the shows there. So he wasn't there that often. So Steve Shrip has amazing stories. Like people were scared of him, terrified of him, even though he was a sweetheart. I heard like stories, um, one guy kept going over the light. And in Vegas, it was taboo to go over the light. Like, it's, you don't do it. You don't fucking do it. You do your time and you get off stage, period, end of conversation. We want them gambling. Get them happy, send them out there, period. And this guy, first of all, started making a fuss. It was, they used to have three shows a night. And it was four comedians. Everybody does like 15 minutes. There's a host that has to introduce everybody. So it sucks. And everybody else is a headliner. Everybody's, you know, they're just doing have it be do 15 minutes. Well, one guy was like, I'm a headliner. I'm not going in between whatever. You know, come, I should go up last. And comedians were like, great. 
Go up last, bro. We don't give a fuck. We get to leave. You have to wait, dummy. Like, we're all headliners, but whatever. Gave it to him, and he kept going over the light. Steve Shripa, first night, he goes, listen, don't do that. This is what's going to happen. I'm going to fine you $1,000 every minute you go over the light. Okay? And I'm going to deduct it from your check. Fine. And the guy, like, laughs it off. All week, Tuesday through Sunday, this guy is going over the light. <laughs> At the end of the week, everybody's getting their checks. He walks up. He gains them an IOU. It was like 20-some-odd thousand dollars. They were only making probably two grand for the whole fucking week. Maybe two, three grand. He gives them a, I, he goes, you owe me 23 whatever thousand dollars. And he starts laughing. He goes, no, you owe me this fucking money. He goes, you have two options. A, pay me the money. B, get the fuck out of here and I never want to see you in Vegas again. Guy left, never came out of Vegas. He would yell at guys. He would grab him to the side and be like, hey, I told you to do 15 fucking minutes. Not 14.99, not 15.01. I want you to do 15 fucking minutes. And the comedians would be around like, there's no 99 seconds in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> he would just do shit like that. Wow. And I overslept the first night. The first night that I was doing a stretch of one night. immediately. Bro, I did a stretch of I overslept $300,000 yeah. a minute. <laughs> I'm still in debt. Yeah. Well, actually, it was minus. I didn't go over. I was minus at that point. <laughs> yeah. They were me fucking money. Hey, I just saved you 15 grand. My 15 minutes set. No, I did a stretch of one-nighters, which you don't really hear about anymore, where you're going from one city to another city doing like Ramada Inns or whatever shithole bar, getting mm -hmm. paid 125 a night. And then I was going to end it on Sunday, which I did. I ended, last show was Sunday, flew out Monday straight to Vegas to start to Monday through Sunday. And it was just like, oh, it's going to be a big week. Are you kidding me? I'm about to make like $1,500 in, in, uh, in like How old are you 12 days. 20? Yeah, 20? I was 20 years old. Amazing. It's a huge week. Are, are you, you kidding, kidding me? It's yeah. like a lifeline situation. That was the first time, or is that, had you been doing that already regularly? Well, no, it was the first time. First I, Vegas trip. Wasn't even supposed to be there. I was wow. 20 years old. Right, right. It's illegal. That <laughs> wasn't even. Amazing. But the Don loved me, you know. And he was the one who booked me and vouched for me to get in there. He's like, this kid's killing it. Send him over there. You know, he'll do good for the club, blah, blah, blah. That's how they talk to each other, both East Coast guys. Well, I go, I fucking pass out. Wake up at 8 uh, or 7, 7.58, something like that. The show starts in two minutes. In Vegas, the show starts with you or without you. Found that out real quick. I was like, I'll be right there. And I put on my clothes and I ran to the show. And somehow I got there like at 8.03. Like I was petrified. It was three minutes late. The manager's like, you're fine. Don't worry about it. You're fine. They already put up the feed, like the feature act. I was hosting. Um... And I just, I just, uh, she was, I was like, okay, all right, everything's cool. Yeah, great. And uh, Don calls me, hey, you want to do, this is when I was working with Emo Phillips, actually. Oh, wow, it's I love him. First time I met Emo Phillips, glued to him, watched every single show, 14 shows at that time. They did, they reduced it down to a show. I watched every single set. The comedians, when staff were like how can you do this i was like how can you not this guy is a genius yeah he really is are you out of your mind he was just i think he just divorced judy tenuta wow they were married for a long time and he was a mess 
such a good guy, man. Mm. And I totally got it. I actually thought of him when I got divorced. And I was sitting in my condo in Austin, like, super depressed. I was like... I get it, bro. <laughs> I get it. It took 20 years, but I get it. I get it. I get it. It was wow. so funny. I thought about him. But I was late. And then next thing you know, Don Lerner calls me. He's like, hey, Emo's not going to do sports radio. Do you like sports? I was like, hell yeah. I like sports. I fucking love sports. He was like, great. I'm going to send you the Riviera Lemo, all the stuff. How's it going? I was like, it's going fantastic, you know? Three days later, I called Don on Friday just to thank him because it's been such an incredible week. I was like, thank you, Don. You know, I can't tell you how grateful I am and this and that. He goes, is there anything you need to fucking tell me? I was like, tell you what? He was like, were you, were you not fucking three minutes late on Monday? I was like, yeah, I was, but they told me everything's fine. Obviously, that was a rare case. Like, I didn't know. You didn't think that was fucking information for me to know? I was like, everybody told me everything was okay. I had no idea that I had to tell you that. I really didn't want to bother you with that information if it didn't reach you. Oh, it fucking reached me. Like, he got a call, got chewed out. Steve Schripper said some wild shit about me. <laughs> I fucking trusted you, this fucking... Can you imagine that? Racist slur. <laughs> <laughs> It was just, I found it to be hysterical. Wow. I was so sad, bro. I was so sad. Felt terrible. He goes, you fucking need to tell me so I make sure it don't fucking reach him. Now it reaches him. They got to fucking call me. I was like, I had no idea. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. The Rogan Experience. And it looks like we have a call. Producers are saying he's a fighter, an MMA fighter from Russia. Uh, let me just patch him in here real quick. Hold on. Uh, Sergey. Hello? No- yes. Uh, hello? Sergey, is that you? Hello, is that you? Yes, it's me. Yes. This it's is you? That's right. This is Azhar. I'm here with Mo. Hello, Azhar. Yeah. Um, hi. Nice to meet you, man. 
Uh, your name is Sergey Nobuchov. Is that how you say it? Nobuchov? That is correct. Sergey Nobuchov. Okay. Yes. Um, you, I guess you called in because you have some thoughts about Joe Rogan. Are you a fan of his commentating or his podcast? Joe Rogan, kiss my asshole. Okay. Wow. Yeah, I, I saw. Like I don't like the way he commentates with uh, Habib McGregor together with other assholes next to him. Uh, saying is stupid, bro. Saying so stupid stuff like uh, Habib uh, beating the shit out of McGregor, and and they're like, oh, uh, McGregor is just wearing him down by having his face beaten. What uh, idiot is this? Obviously, they probably drink whiskey together and fight uh, and and fuck hookers, probably. Yeah, I got you. Very likely, McGregor fucking hookers in Vegas, drinking twelve whiskey. Ah, I'm a tough guy. No, you're not. You have herpes. McGregor, if you're listening, send me location, bitch. I fuck you up. On your Lamborghini yacht. Wow, these are fighting words. Uh, no, these are absolutely fighting words. I fuck you up, McGregor. You are a piece of shit. You'll not come back to fight. We have a rod in your leg now. It's over, bud. It's over. Drinking 12 whiskey. Listen, take Shahada like I did. Say, Ashadu Muhammad Rasulullah. Get uh, better mentally, stop drinking, you know, then maybe you become great fighter again. Or great human being. You out there in Ireland punching old people. You piece of shit. Wow. Yeah. You don't like him at all. I don't like him at all. Um, do you have any message for Joe Rogan? Like if you wanted if you could send Joe him a Rogan, message. Joe Rogan, move back to California. You fucking up Texas. Texas used to have great mentality. Now you bring pussies to Austin. Fuck you. Wow. Do you want to fight Joe Rogan? I don't want to fight Joe Rogan. I don't want to give him publicity like this. Don't want to fight him. I just have a special announcement. Stop fucking Texas. Well, thank you so for, so much for calling in. I mean, you called in, so it's... it's, it's That's it, it's over already. I call in from Russia. You have me for five seconds and I go... Okay, well, before we wrap, can I ask you one more question? Yeah. I would be remiss if I didn't ask you this as your brother and as your friend. Okay. Just to get it on wax. The feeling right now that you're having to put out a show. Oh, that's what we're trying to get Yes, to, to put out a show that is a star vehicle for you that is literally called Mo. It's basically inspired from your real life. Yes. You know, fictionalized, but based on a true story. Right. How does it honestly feel? Just, I know it's weird. It hasn't probably been sunk in, but what are you feeling right now? Um, man, the feeling that I have now, well, I have a relief for sure that I was right. Mm, validation. Validation. I also have happiness from a cultural standpoint like man this is so significant somebody left a comment to her like how many dicks did you suck to get this show and i replied like bitch 26 years of hard work and grind to be myself on television how dare you say something like that to me and if you were in front of me i would and he put a lol like thinking that it's funny I would bitch slap him right now. So incredibly disrespectful to 26 years of absolute grind and hard work. 
So relief and anger. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, man, the point is, is like, this took such a long time and required such patience and belief and vision and faith and faith and faith and faith mm. in the vision in God, in the divine. It's such a relief that it's there. And to be able to talk about Palestine without it be a Palestine, without it being a like overtly political or war-based thing, it's got to be relief. Like, this is such a, like, almost like a peace vehicle, understanding vehicle it could be, by giving people who are afraid, that necessarily wouldn't tweet or post something about Palestine or about people like us from our background because of how it could be perceived and what they believe. They could just be like, hey, man, this is a really dope show. You could see it. That's incredibly powerful. And it's um, very special. It's incredibly special. And for those kids to see, like, somebody like them that's not, like, shying away from it, that's embracing it, that's hopefully this is the way it'll be interpreted, is somebody who's just being really authentic to their own experience. Man, that's so cool. <laughs> that's so cool. And if a kid could, like, enjoy that, say like oh shit I could do that too man I got stories to tell you know I want them to tell it and now they can it's so cool أهلاً وسهلاً يا عدي خليفة صاحب السوبر ستار مع الخاص ذا ميجا سوبر ستار ما شاء الله شو اه حبيبي حبيب قلبي ولك حبيب قلبي بقول لك انت اول شيء مان مان يو هاف نو فكين ايديا قديش مع الناس هون برو برو الكل بيحكي على المسلسل مان اتس كريزي اتس كريزي مان ايفربادي از توكينج ابوت ذا ابوت ذا شو برو People, يعني going crazy with it. I feel like it's my show, man. It's crazy. It's crazy, It's crazy. Amazing. we're recording you. I'm, I'm recording you for the podcast. I own all the, we own all the audio. My pleasure. It's crazy. I don't know if still recording but it's yeah crazy, it's recording man. just speak in english so they can understand hello my name is adi khalifa <laughs> i am a friend of Fimo. i we here in nazareth i ask a lot of people a lot of people know that me and mo are friends so they ask me about the show and everybody going crazy for it really man i'm talking to you honest it's crazy everyone even the people who don't know mo It's it's crazy how how this show really and this hummus chocolate man, it's going viral in a crazy way. I've seen three videos on TikTok, and with 40 and fifty thousand likes and four and five million views from different accounts. So it's crazy, man. Nobody's and, and, tagging oh, me, bro. This is so upsetting. I don't even know about all this. 
Yeah, yeah, I know, I know they're not tagging you, and it's really crazy. But but uh, but they write the name of malls, so so it's, it's it's different. Like for example, the last video of your stand-up that they put on TikTok, they didn't mention you, but now they're saying that it's part of the musalsal of Mo. You know, the, yeah, so yeah, people yeah. know. Yeah, خلاص, I, I don't, I don't want to take more of your time, Habibi. I love you both. Love you take too. Care. Love you, brother. Salam alaikum. Well, there you have it. Those are some of the stories and lessons learned from Mo's journey to becoming the person and comedian he is today. 20 plus years of non-stop work and sacrifice. Finally paid off, didn't they? Good job, kiddo. Yes. We are so happy you're still with us. I mean, why wouldn't you be? Even just the privilege of hearing my voice, because I'm the greatest human being that ever walked the earth. That's for this week's episode of Joking Not Joking. You know who I am by now. If you don't, Fuck off, you dum-dum. Please come back. We love you. Listen to all our episodes. Joking Not Joking is a Luminary Original. Original audio production, music, and sound design by Salt. Executive produced by Noah Gersh, Jamie Shuffman, Nick Panama, and Kenzie Wilbur. Head of creative, Jordan Galvin. Head of production, Liz LeMay. Head of post-production, Robert Adler. Produced by Imran Ali Malik and Aaron Kennedy. Supervising producers, Ali Strobel and Alice Bierne. Post-production supervisor, Ali Honore. Edited by Jeffrey Muchnick and Aaron Kennedy. Sound design and music by Matthew Cellelli. Mixed by Aaron Kennedy. Recorded by Aaron Kennedy, Zach Jurich, and Mario Borgata. Guest booking by Drive Entertainment and Hager Eldos. Additional music courtesy of Extreme Music. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.